0: You're listening to The Wrestling Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, and at obpapparel.com. Hey, everybody, it's The Wrestling Life. It's episode 156. It's the beginning of May of 2018. I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. We're back after another week off, and we're here to discuss all the fallout from the greatest Royal Rumble, and we're on the road to Backlash. It's time for yet another pay-per-view, and that is this Sunday. Hey Liam, did you know they're doing the best of both worlds now? You get both brands on every WWE pay-per-view. What a novel concept. Yes, uh,
1: Michael Cole told me on Monday that uh, this is the first ever co-branded pay-per-view. WWE has ever produced.
0: Huh. So. What do you know? Well, yeah. here, here we are. We're a part of history. Absolutely. Hey, what about that one that they did like a week ago?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. What Or the one they did like two weeks before that.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, let's run down the card for Backlash and we'll talk about the fallout from the greatest Royal rumble and Roman and Reigns and Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura and all of that good stuff as we kind of get into it here. Uh, so the, the, I'm assuming the opening match for backlash is going to be Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zane. I, this, the, all of this gobsmacks me like, <laughs> Kevin and Sammy are just jobbers now. Bobby Lashley, who you could maybe at least try to do something with. Ha- I don't he gets no promo time. He is the most bland man ever. <laughs> and he's working here in a team with Braun Strowman who I'm assuming now is going to be the guy. Would you think of uh, Braun winning the greatest Royal Rumble? The handling of Lashley so far and Kevin and Sammy's lot in life.
1: Uh, I mean, Kevin and Sammy, they had them in Montreal uh, on Raw this past week. Uh, acknowledged, they didn't even really have them try to play heel in their promos or anything. They just let them be, you know, play to the crowd and everything. And uh, yet they still had Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley pin, pin them. Specifically pin Kevin Owens. He had Jinder Mahal in that match. Which I think anyone watching would have thought, okay, Ginger's there to take the fall, so that you know the two, the two biggest stars on the show by far on that show were Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If you if you go by crowd, crowd reaction, so they, uh, but it's your hometown WWE, and sometimes uh, that's not a good thing. And so Kevin Owens got pinned, and yes, now they're doing a rematch um, on yeah. pay per view. Why? <laughs> One pay per view, Braun, the baby faces have repeatedly beat these guys. Beat them in a six man. They beat. They did this exact tag match like two weeks ago as well, and and Braun and Lashley won there too. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know something for all these guys to do. I guess. Uh, I mean, maybe it's too early. And those guys, and uh, at least until you're ready to bring Brock back in. And because, I mean, Lashley has a baby face. It wasn't good 10 years ago, and it's not good now.
0: Maybe it would be good if you, I don't know, explained who he is and why he's <laughs> there and what his motivation is. Like well, they... you can tell he's changed because he wears a headband now. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's been... 16 years, and they still haven't done that with Randy Orton. They've never explained Randy Orton's character once. He's a, he's a snake man. <laughs> he hears voices in his head. What? Apparently,
1: <laughs> there are medications for that, you know.
0: So I've heard. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Big Ass. <laughs> um, Braun so, won the greatest Royal Rumble. In oh, yeah. The final two in that match. Were Braun and Big Cass, after Daniel Bryan was in the match for like an hour and fifteen minutes, but in the end, the
1: the underdog story, Vince McMahon's underdog story, is that the guy works really hard but still loses in the end. He almost wins but then he loses anyway.
0: It's kind of like life,
1: (laughs) almost right. But you kind of would want your your fantasy here, your your fake sport, to uh, maybe have a happier ending. Yes. Um, Put smiles on people's faces. Just a term I just made up off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> GG, pal. Um, but yeah, I just, it was, that was sad. It's interesting. We talked about this a little bit on our last show. On one hand, this is kind of classic Vincent Mann booking for if you have a top baby face, you put him against a big, a big stinky giant. But on the other hand, they're also very clearly high on Big Cast. Big Cast talking a lot. He's talking got the, the Miz TV thing last mm. week, and he got a very long talking segment this week uh, where he brought out a classic Vince McMahon comedy and bringing a midget out dressed like Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah. Big, Cass, uh, Big Cass is definitely in a, a fake it till you make it mode right now. It reminds me of uh, Cody Rhodes when he first went out in the indies and every promo he does... He did uh, kind of make you cringe, mm. um, and maybe for some people, Cody hasn't gotten out of that phase. But mm. um, but I think it's no denying now that Cody's a really big star uh, uh, for for Ring of Honor and everything. So big cast right now. He's trying real hard. He's uh, he's doing a lot of acting, mm. uh, a lot of a lot of big facial expressions. It looks like he's been watching Edge tapes to me. Mm. Um, he's trying. I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't know that this is a, going to be a long-term success. The biggest compliment I can give him is that if I were to choose uh, which guy I would like to see cut long promos, I think I prefer him to Baron Corbin at this point. Mm. That's not a compliment, though. And we all inherently do this thing where we go, well, this thing is slightly worse, so it's good that we that we have this thing. It's like, well, we don't really have to do that. They can just both be bad. So, but if you, but if you're comparing, if you do pre-draft, Baron Corbin is probably the guy in this spot with Brian. And now post-draft, it's Big Cass's time. I don't know, man. I like they're trying real hard. We've talked before that maybe he has something. It's not, it's not there yet. Um, but I guess working with Daniel Bryan is probably a good way to improve your lot in wrestling life.
0: Yeah, you can work with Daniel Bryan, and, and that'll help him some. You mentioned the edge thing. Look, there's a lot worse guys you can study than edge. And, you know, it took a lot of years of pushing edge before it finally took two, you know? Yeah. Um, everybody, you know, talks about him breaking the glass ceiling, and he absolutely did that. But they tried for a few years with him, too, <laughs> until until it worked. I don't think Cass is a heel. That's the problem. Like, yeah, he's a big giant and all that, but I think he's a better baby face. And so I just, I don't think the heel mean guy stuff, he doesn't look like a mean guy. He looks like a, a, a he has a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, it's not, it's not working for me, but uh, yeah, he's currently getting the push and Corbin's losing to Titus or yeah, not Titus. Sort um, of
1: Titus, losing to no way Jose via distraction from Titus.
0: Correct. Correct. He's gonna he's going to beat Titus uh on Raw this coming week, I would bet. But I don't know. You keep hearing from you know places like The Observer that Corbin is still the guy that Vince is highest on of all the young guys there. Young in television years, not in chronological years, because mm-hmm. Corbin Corbin is shockingly old. But like I think we have evidence now that. Cass is the guy and Corbin is the one that he's not not as high on right now. But
1: yeah, Cass is a little shinier. He's a little newer. Mm. And I mean they've been I've been hearing people say that about Corbin and obviously he's protected to an extent because he's tall. But I mean that guy has not been they have not ever portrayed Baron Corbin on the main roster to be like a world beater monster monster the way somebody like Braun or, or even like, you know, a top baby face has been uh, some of the top baby faces have been portrayed. So, I mean, I, be- I mean, I believe it because, because if you're telling me Vince McMahon likes this guy, because he's big, I believe you because you have history on your side with that argument. But I mean, with Corbin, it, it feels like whatever, well, I don't know if it's his cosmetic look, maybe if he were in a little better shape or, or if it's his promos or what, but they've, I mean, he's been on the main roster longer than most of these guys that get brought up as as Vince's favorites, and he's. I mean, they gave him the Andre Battle Royal, but I mean, that's that's like the gimmick is that you win that when they're not going to do anything with you.
0: Yeah, they gave him money in the bank, and then they beat him because they were mad at him. Like <laughs> n- between those two guys, neither one of them is a- exactly an Adonis, you know. But true. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, Cass has better hair.
1: True, very true. He has lovely hair. That's that's a kick. That's a kick we're on right now. It's good to have long flowing hair right now. And again, it's also good if you can make yourself look like Triple H currently looks or once looked in his career.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am growing my hair out because uh, the alt right has co-opted the haircut that looks best <laughs> on my head. So I'm I have to grow my hair along. Right now, it's in a very awkward stage. I look kind of like Italian vampire Randy Orton right now. Oh, no. It's not good right now. But we'll, I don't know. I think you can grow it a little
1: longer. And then if you want to keep it growing, you can get to like 2011, 2012 AJ Styles
0: hair.
2: <laughs> like uh, before,
1: he got, before he got the the good part going, where it's just kind of the mop, mop head.
0: Well, I'll, I'll think about it. We'll see how it goes. All right. Roman All right. Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. I mean, imagine seeing these two. Next to each other in a professional wrestling setting, not like, you know, cast in a movie or just at every aspect of professional wrestling. Samoa Joe is superior to Roman Reigns, and I like (laughs) Roman Reigns, and he's very good. But imagine seeing these two and thinking, I got to do more with Roman. (laughs) (laughs) Like Joe is such a superstar, and I hope that he comes out of this. okay. what the hell's going on with Roman? What are they doing with Roman? And do you have any faith that, I don't know, maybe Joe gets a title run sometime before the end of his career?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's possible. I think uh, that time in NXT, I think he's one of Hunter's guys now. Um, and that's good news for anybody. Um,
0: but. Well, I mean, and not to cut you off, but I mean, Sasha Banks is one of the Hunter's people too. And. Finn
1: Balor was too, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're right. Um, but I, I think he has better odds. They're, they had him confront AJ Styles on the go-home show for SmackDown, um, which seems like that's going to be a direction, uh, at least after the, whatever they do with Nakamura and AJ. Whether that's for the title, I guess Nakamura could win the belt. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, yeah, that seems like a, a pretty uh, – poss- it seems a possibility. I think, I think he has a better lot in life on SmackDown because generally the deal is when you're a heel, they build you up and build you up. And then it comes time for you to lose to Roman reigns. And then they kind of don't know what to do with you. Once you, once you've done the job, it's kind of like, you know, like Roddy Piper never lost to Hogan because he knew <laughs> if, if, if he, if you, if he laid down for him, that that was it for his run on top.
0: Yeah.
1: it's like, and everybody called him like a paranoid nut. And he was, but like it's, he was also right about that because heels have a shelf life. Uh, in in yeah. wrestling, unless you're Triple H, um, <laughs> your run is to go with the babyface until it's time for the babyface to beat you, and then once the babyface beats you, you go down.
0: Yeah, and then you turn once on on your way back down. You turn and maybe you stick as a baby babyface, but that's about it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think Joe being away from from the Romans and Cena's of the world is probably good for him. He can go be. Uh, you know big fish in a smaller pond on Smackdown um yeah well I mean I assume Roman is gonna win here one two three to you know he's got we gotta rebuild Roman now I, I honestly I have no idea I have no idea what they what they're like they've made him he's so whiny Roman reigns is such a whiny little punk in all these promos about how he's you know he's being gypped like that's the the heel is the one that complains about like refereeing and and f- and how the office is swerving him and all this like I hate everything they've done with Roman Reigns. Really going back to that <laughs> chamber match where they had him pin Braun when Braun was at his hottest and then they had Braun lay him out after that match. It's like ever since like starting with that, I mean really we're going on like four years now with it. Yeah. But just this most recent attempt, like they've they're so I don't get it. I don't get... If you want him to be the champion, just have him beat Brock. Make him the champion for five years. I don't care. Just stop it. And if you're going to just beat him and he's just going to be a guy, he's going to be one of your top baby faces, but maybe not your tippy-top baby face. and you're going to go with Braun, or maybe you build to Seth and, and Brock down the line or something, great. Roman Reigns is very good. He should be a guy, a top guy on this show. But... He's the focal point of the show so often, and, he's, and he loses to, and he loses so much. And it's just, like, I have no investment in him as a character. I don't even really know. Speaking of characters, you don't really understand. What's, what's Roman? He's a dog?
0: He's the big dog.
1: He's the biggest dog, he's, he's, <laughs> and, it's his, and it's a yard. It's like, how does he get to keep coming out and saying it's his yard when he's probably lost more than he's won on pay-per-view this year?
0: I don't know. They think they 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 had that phase where they thought, OK, the way to get him over is to beat him. And that didn't work. And now it seems like they finally maybe have lost faith in him, but or or not lost faith, but decided that they're going to try Braun in that spot instead. Uh, it's a novel concept going with someone in that spot that the fans actually like. Well, um,
1: Simple question. Why didn't Brock just beat him then? if if the long term direction is Brock and braun and braun's finally going to be the guy to beat Brock, shouldn't Brock beat Roman again yeah or was it was like or if if the idea is well we didn't want to beat other guy either guy because we wanted to keep you know we don't want to put the title on Roman, but we also don't want to kill him completely dead, and I guess if he lost clean there, he's really dead as opposed to just mostly dead um but it's like like i don't know like now Roman, are you do a three-way like what's
0: no like i just... think i think they were just trying to give him a standard baby face out like i don't think that that finish at the greatest royal rumble yeah they screwed it up but i don't think that was supposed to be like a it wasn't a special for roman keep roman strong finish it was a keep whatever baby faces in this spot strong but
1: they don't do that for anybody else that's, everybody I mean, else that Brock wrestles, he beats one, two, three, he, including he Roman. Roman. He beat that's Roman right. a month ago, clean as sheet. Right. So it's like my thought was like, well, like, well, we don't want to put the title on Roman, uh, but we also don't want to, you know, completely, as you mentioned, just give him an out because he's still a top baby face. And that's just don't book the match. Brock could have wrestled every this show. Nobody on nobody cared who wrestled who on that show. Brock could have wrestled. Braun on that show, he could have wrestled could have... the sumo guy, right? He could, he could have wrestled Dan Matha or whatever his name was, he could have wrestled uh, Baba Tunde, he could have wrestled Sean <laughs> Daivari, like it didn't matter. Like, so you booked, but you booked the match anyway, and nobody, and it, I just, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Like, I just,
0: I mean, there, I it, don't... It, it's Vince, it's. It's the whims of a seventy-two-year-old man. It's why they beat—they had Brock beat Braun clean in like eight minutes last summer, yeah. When when Braun was still on the way up, you know what I mean? Like, I think people don't remember that, and it hasn't really hurt Braun. But that's how short-sighted they are. It's like now it seems like it seems like he's going to be the next guy, and they—they did that match, and Brock won clean in like six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's there's no long-term planning and when there is, when it comes time to pull the trigger on their long-term planning, the old man gets cold feet. Yeah, I <laughs> I
1: plans change, I guess. I don't know. It's just yeah, of all the times and we kind of make jokes about this a lot about how like there are moments when we just look at it and say we just don't understand like the business has passed us by. And really what we mean by that is it's no longer feasible to predict if it ever was, it's no longer feasible to predict what Vince McMahon is going to do with his, with his company. It's like, okay, he's so high on this guy. Everyone tells you he's so high. plan for a year was Roman and Brock in the main event of Mania with Roman winning. And then week of the show or whatever, they changed their minds. All right, but we're doing this rematch. And, and maybe, maybe they were saving the title change for this big Saudi show because they got paid so much money. And it's a giant crowd. And the crowd is less likely to boo the hell out of Roman Reigns. No, and then they just this wacky finish, and yeah, certainly at the end of that show, it certainly looked like Roman's not gonna be the guy who beats Brock, and probably Braun is. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know, man. Wait, well, you <laughs> know, th-
0: 30 years ago in the Hogan era, when you had to do like advertising months in advance, <laughs> you know, you really couldn't change your mind on everything, and yeah. then and then you know, 25 years ago in the Bretton and Sean era good lord it's 25 years ago but anyway yeah you know the <laughs> the brett and sean era my to, lifetime right you still had people there like uh pat patterson and Cornette, who could who could talk him into into holding the line and then 20 years ago you still had you know guys like pat patterson there and you had you know russo doing his thing for a little while there but that's I mean, that's the era where Vince had his greatest success because you lucked into Steve Austin, The Rock, and Mick Foley all at the same time. And you just haven't been able to tell him anything for the last 20 years. (laughs) And it's become easier for him to change his mind at the last minute because none of this matters anymore. And they built such a a financial, you know, uh, juggernaut. It doesn't matter how they book and you don't have Pat Patterson and Cornette and whether you like him or not Pritchard guys like that who were in the meetings with him 25 yeah. years ago and and this is the result <laughs> it's it's
1: just so weird man. like i just but it's like if it's not like oh he's just picking the wrong guys it's like he picks a guy he goes 99 miles an hour and then he slams on his brakes At the last possible second. It's like, we're, I just, I don't know. And I like, how do you, like how does Roman Reigns as a performer feel? Because I'm sure he's been told by people for four years now. Hey kid, it's your time now. We're really going to strap the rocket to you. And aside from when they had him beat Hunter, which of course Hunter had to beat him first, but (laughs) um, aside when they had him beat Hunter and then he went through AJ for a few months, that was like the time they really tried to book him as like a top guy champion, the way they booked Cena or yeah. or guys going back that way. But then he got suspended. Um, but that that one's on him, obviously. I'm not, not saying it's not his fault. It is. But it's like, and when they did that, they had not beat The Undertaker. But then he's they, – they've been – and it seemed like, okay, now we're going to build up to the next year's Mania as the, two, the only two men to ever beat The Undertaker at Mania – and then Brock just beat him. It's just, it's so, it's so weird. And now, yeah, I guess we're going to, re- I guess we'll rebuild him a little bit. And he'll run through Joe, and he'll probably run through Jinder, and Corbin, and Owens, and Zayn. And we'll build him back up for, I don't know, I guess maybe if Braun beats Brock, then they'll do him and Braun again. or Or, I don't know, or they'll do him and maybe they'll... Bring somebody else up. I don't know, man. Here's
0: the, here's the thing though. Here's the thing about all that, and I and I agree. That's probably what probably the direction. Roman has been the last match in WrestleMania four years in a row. Roman turns thirty three at the end of this month. The, he's got a he's got a lot of miles on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, like the time his his window is closing. <laughs> like I'm not saying he's an old guy. He'll work another twelve years or whatever. But like. When was the last time Randy Orton was a really tippy top guy? 2012? 2013? I mean, I mean, do you count when him and Bray Wyatt did the shack burning oh, thing? I mean, no, no, I don't. Like, that was a that I was. I mean, AJ of, and
1: Shane was the top program on the show.
0: Right. And that's so he they just did that so Randy wouldn't sue them. Um, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a stupid business.
0: Because they let Brock cave his head in. Uh, and, and they they learn nothing, by the way, because apparently I'm the only one who thinks that Roman bladed at WrestleMania, and everyone thinks that they let R- Brock cave Roman's forehead in with elbows again. So apparently they learn nothing. But good lord, it's, all it's right, stupid business. You know that's terrible. Why do we, we could we could have gotten into anything? You know what I mean? <laughs> like what what if we the hockey playoffs are going on right now? Like what yeah. if we.
1: If we could NBA became, playoffs too, yeah. Yeah, what
0: if we became like big basketball or big hockey fans all of a sudden?
1: I mean, I mean that that late night talk show podcast has been <laughs> right there in our in the back of our minds for like four years now. We could just do
0: that. Hell yeah! All right, let's finish running down this card real quick. Here we got Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. I was dissing Charlotte's in ring, and then she had the best match at WrestleMania, and but I'm still not sure about a long. Uh, Carmella Charlotte singles match on pay-per-view um, any thoughts
1: yeah I mean they I mean we kind of I really was I was very not nice towards most of the women on Smackdown a couple of weeks ago what um I, I Carmella, you're a respect
0: I'd just like to point out you are a respecter of women
1: it's true I am the woman respecter um but I Carmella is not like a champion And it's not that they haven't given her a chance. It's like she, from the time she's been on the main roster, she had like that never ending feud with Nikki Bella. She was, she, they put her, I don't remember that at all. She wrestled. Yeah. It was before the Natalia feud. She was the first girl to start invoking John Cena's name in Nikki Bella feuds. I have no memory of that. Um, Well, that shows how well it worked. Uh, (laughs) Point being, she did a long feud with John Cena's girlfriend, uh, -girlfriend. ex-girlfriend. Oof. She did a they put her with put her with James Ellsworth right after he was coming off losing to AJ Styles in like a minute after they built up that feud for all the styles and Ambrose and and wacky stuff they did there. Uh, they gave her money in the bank and like they put the title on her and the crowd is crickets every week when she comes out. And I I don't know what more they could have done. To, like and I'm sure, I don't remember every week. I'm sure there were weeks where she maybe she because she gets because when they give somebody a briefcase, I'm sure they beat her like a drum. But it's yeah. not like when she won the briefcase, she was mega over, and then they cooled her off and gave the title because obviously that's happened with Money in the Bank guys before. But that's not what happened with her. Like she's never like her entire time on the main roster, she's been in pretty prominent spots, and the crowd very rarely makes noise for her.
0: Well, they, and, they when they had Ellsworth with her, the whole point of that act—I thought that was a good act—but the whole thing there was you wanted to see Ellsworth and Becky, <laughs> and then did they, they just finally pay
1: that off on a random SmackDown.
0: Yeah, and then they finally did it, and then they fired Ellsworth the next week. Oh yeah,
1: good times, thanks, pal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I still I'm. I don't get why you have Charlotte in the streak and then immediately have her drop the title. It's somebody that it's not quite the same as the finger poke of doom right after Nash beat Goldberg, but it's pretty lame. It's like if the guy who beats the, the person that beats the unstoppable monster should then be the next tippy top superstar, unstoppable monster for six months. And then the next person should come up and beat them. And it should be a big deal. So doing this backdoor thing, uh, into I mean, at least I guess they didn't have Carmella, like, cash in and beat Asuka at WrestleMania. That's, like, the only way I could think that it would have been worse. But just to have Charlotte beat Asuka and then immediately lose the title and, you know, now she's feuding with the IIconics. I just, it's not, it's not good, man. I don't, I don't get it.
0: I mean, you could argue that the that the champ, the women's champion on both brands, is the worst actual in ring performer on both rosters. I don't know. There was yeah.
1: a Charlotte Billy K match a couple weeks ago that was pretty awful, and I don't think it was Charlotte's fault. Totally.
0: Sonia. Sonia has. I like Sonia. She has something, but she's pretty bad too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. What do you think of these Alexa promos? They've been uh, running on Raw.
1: They're funny. Like, I don't know. That's kind of the only build they've really done. Like, they haven't really done a lot of promos or back and forth stuff. They gave Nia the belt, and now she comes out and smiles um, instead of doing the mean face. But other than that, they really haven't done a lot to build to a rematch here. Um,
0: Alexa hasn't know. been around because she had some enhancement done, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't noticed. Uh <laughs> because again, I'm I was too busy respecting her. Um <laughs> But anyway, uh yeah, no, that's not a secret, I don't think. And uh but regardless, you could do pre-tapes or you could have Nia beat somebody. Like I don't think I've seen Naya wrestle since I think she did the tag with Ember Moon the night after Mania. And other than that, they really haven't, like, they haven't. She's barely been on TV. Alexa's doing these sort of quirky, funny pre tapes, but yeah, no, I'm
0: no, they the still get ex- Rhonda. But... R- Sorry, Rhonda gets a lot of time every week. Uh, Rhonda's and uh, you know, and Ow. whatever Sasha and Bailey are doing still gets time on Raw every, Raw every week, but I don't know, maybe they think they're doing the, a female version of Andre the Giant and they they will try to book her like a special attraction for a little while. But then why did you give it the title? I don't
1: Yeah, that's kinda that's kind of what we always talk about, right? The giant is never the champ. They're the person that works with the champ and then yeah. loses the champ. Yeah. Um so maybe Alexa will just win when maybe Alexa will just win clean here and, and win the belt back, and then they can do like Natty and Alexa to, to set up maybe Natty can win the belt and then she can turn on <laughs> Ronda or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think we've already put more thought into this than they have currently.
0: Probably. I mean, they were already teasing Alexa and Ronda on Raw this week, so God only knows. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. This is a good match at Royal Rumble 2008. And <laughs> now it's Backlash 2018, and it's Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. I think your your Jeff-Rob Van Dam analogy was spot on. The more I watch Jeff, he's still pretty good, but yeah. he, he's moving in slow motion. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. he's, he's 40 years old and he's been around forever and his body is taking a lot of punishment yeah i mean
1: he was he was invincible for a long time yeah and then he got in his dirt bike accident or whatever in tna one of those stupid Jeff hardy things and uh yeah since then he basically he's gotten injured a whole lot and yeah i think you that's that's pretty accurate. Like I remember watching last year sometime on Raw they did a match with Jeff and Miz, mm-hmm. and I it was for it was for the Intercontinental title and Miz beat him. But like they tried to work like a big time WWE style main event match, a lot of big moves, a lot of kickouts, reversals, near falls, and Miz had to slow down for Jeff Hardy. And at that point I said, oh it's it's over. <laughs> yeah. But here he is. I don't maybe it doesn't need to be over, but it's. Yeah, the the slow motion, Rob Van Dam thing is is pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, I think maybe Randy turns here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you, there's probably that's probably a program going forward because they don't have a lot of you have Nakamura and Joe, but you don't really have that. And I guess and below but below them it's Miz and some of those other and Cass, I guess. So yeah, Orton. I mean, everybody knows Randy Orton loves being a heel, and even though nobody will boo him. Because yeah. he has the coolest move in all of wrestling. But um, yeah. Awesome. yeah, I could see them trying to turn Orton here. And that that seems like a program that could last throughout the summer. And speaking of 2008, Shelton Benjamin is also involved in that feud.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, Seth Rollins and Miz for the Intercontinental title. Rollins and Bauer had a hell of a match on Raw this week. Um. The Miz, I appreciate that he's kind of maybe trying to take a page out of Chris Jericho's book in that if you're going to be around forever, you need to update your look every now and then and constantly, you know, kind of throw something different at the people. But I don't like the Miz's new look. I do like that he's away from the Miztourage, although Curtis Hawkins, uh, Curt Hawkins was um, not Curt Hawkins, Curtis Axel. Good it doesn't boy. matter. They're both... Terrible. He was he was the most entertaining most entertaining he's ever been in his entire career on Raw doing his huh huh huh, <laughs> huh? that was the most entertaining thing uh, Curtis Axel's ever done um, but I'm glad that the, he's misses away from those guys I don't know where I was going with this Seth Rollins got a huge he got like a Hogan in Montreal reception in montreal on raw this week
1: there were two two there's there's the hogan in montreal and there's the one people forget because of the same night lawler had the heart attack but the brett. brett came out at the start of that show in montreal and it was the first time he'd been in montreal at least in wwe since 97 and he got a ridiculous ovation on that show like it was it was one it was very similar to the Hogan thing where he keeps trying to talk and trying to cut them off and they will just not stop telling you telling you how much they love him. Right. Um, And it wasn't quite to that level, but it was an amazing reaction for Seth, who is like number four (laughs) babyface on the show right now.
0: Yeah. If if you watch that, you would think, oh, they got to do something with Seth. But to me, the time to do something with Seth was like two and a half years ago when he came back from tearing up his knee. and
1: And they immediately had him turn heel in Baltimore yeah
0: and it's already it's it's past the time where you can really do anything with Seth but um
1: I mean I don't think he I don't think he's your guy for 10 years but watching that and watching like they did the thing with him in the gauntlet match right where he pinned Cena and Roman back to back yeah it's like why would you do all that if he's not the guy who beats Brock Lesnar and then, like whoever you're gonna have be your next guy, your guy for the next ten years, if that's Drew McIntyre or Alistair Black or somebody down in NXT or whatever, it's like Seth should be the guy for a year, and then you have whoever beat him. And it's like I like Braun, but again, Braun is a giant. Giants never are, are never long term top guys, and I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be the best use of Braun to make, to put that sort of main event or microscope on him uh, long-term. So it's like, to me, it's like, Seth's your guy for a year or two. If, you know, but again, this is, I mean, I don't know. That's just me though. No, that
0: makes sense. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. The, The longer we see Braun in main events, the more clear it's going to become how limited he is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, that's especially not a... if
1: he's a baby face who has to start selling for guys. Ugh. Ugh. Because you're gonna do 20 minute main events if you're working for WWE. Yeah.
0: Um, AJ Styles versus the Ball Hater Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> for, the, for the WWE title is is I assume the main event of Backlash. No universal title match on the show.
1: Roman's so... going on last. Come on. <sighs>
0: Roman and Joe over the WWE title.
1: I don't I would be shocked if Roman goes on before AJ Styles. That short southern bastard.
0: <laughs> but Vince lo- Vince loves AJ. I mean,
1: he does not love AJ more than Roman Reigns. In the mm-hmm. way that remember when CM Punk was the world champion and John Cena main evented over him every yeah. single month?
0: Yeah. I think I re-
1: that's what's going to happen here.
0: I really think by the way, circling back to our conversation from earlier, if it wasn't Dwayne Johnson and he didn't have to have his schedule locked in a year in advance. I think that punk probably could have talked Vince into putting him in that WrestleMania match (laughs) (laughs) that, that one year. I I really do. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) well, we'll never know now.
0: (laughs) That's true. We'll never know.
1: It did feel like they were like, they were hemming and hawing a little bit. They ended up doing the Cena punk match on raw when they tore the house down. Yeah. Where that, where I think it was like if Punk won, he got added to the match or something. Yeah. yeah. So it felt like for a minute, maybe they were considering it. And if you listen to the Punk podcast with Colt Cabana, he certainly said he was doing his best to get added to it because he didn't want to wrestle Undertaker. Right. Um, but anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I- and circling back again here, WCW never ran Montreal with Brett. How, stu- okay. how stupid is that?
1: Oh, my God. I think yeah, they I mean, ran how tur- they go to... They, went yeah, think, to, they, they did the Toronto show where Goldberg speared him with the plate.
0: Yeah, and then I think they did another one in the... Uh, I think they did Toronto twice. But Brett was there for, like, two and a half years, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, that was...
1: <laughs> God, <laughs> Why would you bring Brett Hardin and not tour Canada? Like, even if you don't think he's a top guy, why would do you,
0: that, Did they hate money? They didn't have the long-term vision required to do Uh, eric eric's another guy that that i like eric i like uh, for some reason i have a special place in my heart for eric bischoff even though i think his politics are trash and (laughs) he ultimately gets more credit than he probably deserves for being a good wrestling promoter but eric didn't have a long-term vision he was just booking booking week to week you know
1: but, like, so, nobody in that company, like, J.J. Dillon, somebody who was in that, Doug Dillinger, I don't, like, somebody has to be able to look at this guy and say, hey, this is, <laughs> Doug this Dillinger. guy's one of, the big, one of the biggest stars in the history in Canada is in this business. Every time WWF, even when they weren't doing great business, when they went to Toronto, or they went to Montreal, or they went to Calgary, sold out, places packed, placed the most rabid fans you've ever seen, all there to see Brett, even if you're not going to make him your main eventer, why would you not book house shows and put him put them on the card? Like they would have sold it. Like Lake Storm have... did good business for <laughs> WCW in Canada.
0: They should have dominated the entire globe. They had the greatest roster in the history of the business. They could have they could have run a different country every night with with as much talent as they had. Yeah. But none of those guys wanted to show up to house shows. Like, Brett and Sting were the only guys that would that would go work every town. It's like everybody else, you know, didn't want to work house shows.
1: And to be fair, it wasn't built into their contracts and they would just advertise them anyway.
0: True. And the guys on top were so good at holding the other guys down that Eric didn't believe that guys like Guerrero and Jericho and Benoit and guys of that oak could draw money. It's
1: just... We've gone down so many rabbit (laughs) holes here, folks, and to an extent, we apologize. But we like to call this a free-flowing conversation (laughs) for a reason. Uh, T M C R. Um, But uh, yeah, I did. A J Nakamura of an incredibly talented roster. Yes, you may have you have A J Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura for the third time in a month. And uh, I mean, I do like, for the most part. I think the storyline has been pretty entertaining in that Nakamura just keeps punching AJ in the balls and AJ's getting madder and madder. he's, f- he's full of righteous fury, but then another heel distracts AJ and Nakamura's Nakamura never misses his opening. He hates AJ's testicle so much. he never misses that opening. AJ looks away for one second to look at Samoa Joe on this past Tuesday smackdown and bam, there he is. He is—he's is laser focused, as Michael Cole would say, <laughs> uh, on 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 H. J. Styles' balls.
0: <laughs> Why does he hate his balls so, so much?
1: much? I uh, there's a South Park joke I could make, but I'm not gonna. Um, All right, I don't refer- reference. Reference, not a joke. joke. Yeah, it's it's not, it's crude. It's not. It's probably not very funny. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, point being, uh. AJ is a dastardly man. Except they gave him a theme song, which is somehow even better than his theme song was before. Now he's a cool Japanese rap over top of his already awesome music.
0: It's incredible.
1: Um, so I don't know if you're gonna get guys, if you're gonna get people to boo him anytime soon. But uh, yeah, I <laughs> I think the match will be good. The match they had at the uh, at the Saudi show was uh, was much better than their mania effort is a lot more inspired. Um, Nakamura worked a little harder. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, their crowd will certainly be into it. Um, mm-hmm. There's no reason it shouldn't be very good, whether it goes on last or not. Um, but yeah, I guess, obviously they, as we mentioned, they've sort of set up or set the, you know, the foundation for Joe and AJ going forward. So I don't know where that leaves Nakamura. If he loses, if he drops down and feuds with guys like Jeff Hardy, or I mean, I guess you could you could do the Daniel Bryan feud with him. That's that's a no brainer. By the way, Daniel Bryan and Nakamura wrestled for the first time ever in front of ten people in the dark match of SmackDown this week. Everybody.
0: And Nakamura hates his balls too. Apparently, yeah,
1: yeah. He yeah. just I think he just hates Americans. Americans balls.
0: Um. My dog jumps up and punches me in the balls all the time. He's like (laughs) the perfect height to do it. And I think it's because he was neutered as an adult dog. (laughs) And he just, he misses his balls and he hates that they were taken away from him. And he's going to punish me for it.
1: So you think Shinsuke Nakamura may have been castrated?
0: I think that's what I'm saying. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, you're here first. You're, You're here first.
0: Alright, speaking of, I need to go walk my dog, so uh, I'm going to ask, do you have anything else that you'd like to get to this week?
1: Uh, not really. We've, we've covered everything, we've had a long discussion, and uh, that's a, that's that's about all we have for this week. We've got Backlash coming up, there's a bunch of New Japan stuff happening, which I'm sure you'll have to write about. So uh, come back next week, we'll have the post-Backlash show, we'll talk about uh, potentially Chris Jericho being back in New Japan, When that, and whether or not that's an actual story or not, we'll probably find out. By the time you listen to this, in fact, you may know more than we do, but we'll talk about all of that when we see you
0: next. That's true, and uh, I liked Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot on Raw this week.
1: I the thought last that, four minutes were very good.
0: I thought that was a really good match. Anyway, until next time, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. And we'll be back very soon with more stories from The Wrestling Life.
2: Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling
0: Right, I do need to go walk my n- ballless okay. dog, though. Okay. <laughs> I try to keep on keeping on.